0: visit roberthalf.com today.
1: One game into the NFL season. Are we smashing the panic button about Cam Akers and Allen Robinson? We'll talk about it next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. It's the Friday, September 9th episode of Fantasy Football Today in 5, and the Bills just beat the Rams 31-10, to 10, and It was about as close as that score indicates. The Bills passing game had a really nice day. You you were bailed out and you started Isaiah McKenzie. You got a great game from Gabe Davis and Stephon Diggs. Josh Allen looked like the best fantasy quarterback again. But man, ugly, ugly stuff from the Rams, except for Cooper Cup, really. He was outstanding again. That's 18 straight games with at least 15 PPR points for him. But Allen Robinson had two targets. And that's being generous because one of them was on a last second target with in the end zone with the Rams down by three. Cam Akers had three carries for zero yards. Adam Azer, Cam Akers, and I combined for zero yards in yesterday's game. So we'll get to winners and losers. We'll ask some start sick questions for week one. But I mean, you're not dropping Cam Akers and Allen Robinson, right?
0: No, I'm not. And I'm much more worried about Allen Robinson than acres, but which might surprise people. I think that people might go the other way. I think for acres, it's probably going to take a little while. If he, if he becomes anything at all this year, it's probably, probably going to take a little while uh, because he's going to split with Daryl Henderson. I I really need to see, look, the game just ended. So I really like to hear from Sean McVay and what he has to say about acres. Was this a health thing? Was he just not physically ready yet? Um, Because even like like, what scenario is there where Daryl Henderson is just the starter and Cam Akers is getting three carries a game and no work on passing downs? I don't really think that's realistic. I feel like that was probably a health thing and they're going to ramp up Cam Akers, but he's got some work to do. Robinson, I guess I'm going to be more worried, I think, than than most fantasy analysts, but not than most fantasy football managers. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think people are worried about him and I was worried about him going in. I wasn't all that vocal about it, but... He averaged 34 yards per game last year, He's 29 years old. He's not a guy who's got, who's relies on speed. He's not a guy who separates. He's just been a target hog. He's not my favorite type of wide receiver. That's why I didn't draft him at all last year. So yeah, I mean, look, he's not going to be so bad. Robert Woods had a really bad week one last year. He he scored a touchdown, but he had like 30 yards, four targets. Um, Robert Woods had a pretty bad first month, basically. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then he had some, some good games later before the injury. So they'll get Allen Robinson involved. But Chris, I mean, I didn't have an aerial view and I haven't been able to watch the film. I didn't see him get open really, barely at all. I mean,
1: there were pretty significant stretches of the game where it seemed like he wasn't even on the field, especially in the fourth quarter. I I went on Twitter and asked if he was just hurt because there was a drive where he just wasn't out there for a couple plays. And yeah, I mean, the the thing is, we were giving Allen Robinson the benefit of the doubt that what held him back last year was Chicago. But maybe he's just maybe he's just as bad as he was last season. It's it's at least worth asking the question. I, I'm not necessarily condemning him to that right now, but it's also worth noting the bills are freaking awesome. And there yeah. aren't a lot of teams that have the kind of depth and skill at the pass rushing positions, especially that the bills do now that they added Von Miller. So that's, you know, a, a bit of a mulligan there just because the bills might just be that bad of a matchup. Let's, uh, Let's do a quick winner and a quick loser from this game. Hit me with one big winner from this game.
0: I know he only had five targets, but I'm going to say Gabe Davis. He saw what he could do. The touchdown was kind of fluky, but the deep ball was not. um, And he's so big. I mean, he's just (laughs) enormous. So I think Gabe Davis, I'm not, you know, some people who don't like Gabe Davis, I bet they're going to say, well, he only had five targets. Josh Allen threw 31 times. Uh, He's going to be pretty productive. You know, I think you're going to like him this year. Um, and then a loser, I, you know, besides Cam Akers and Allen Robinson, obviously.
1: Dawson Knox. Yeah, this is, this was know. my concern. Yeah. He sure just might not be as good as the other guys in that offense.
0: Well, I think he's going to have his weeks. I just don't know that you're going to be able to predict it. I, I think at the end of the day, Dawson Knox will probably be a borderline top 12 tight end there are going to be some really bad weeks and there are going to be mm-hmm. some weeks where he catches two touchdowns and you're just going to have to ride it out if you waited on tight end and you have Dawson Knox. You know, you shouldn't be too discouraged. A lot of tight ends could have a one catch. Like, honestly, a lot of tight ends could have a one catch game. Um, they, You know, there'll be better game scripts for Dawson Knox. There'll be games where Josh Allen has to throw 40 to 41 times, but yeah. he's going he's gonna to drive you a little crazy if you drafted him uh, expecting a must start tight end. He will not be that.
1: All right, let's do some quick starter set questions before we go start Chris Godwin if he plays he did not practice Thursday after being a quote unquote full participant in Wednesday if he does play would you play him
0: I am not inclined to play him I almost hope that I don't have to make that decision and that mm-hmm. he truly is a game time decision because it's a Sunday night game and then you just have to sit him but his quotes he's I'm just happy to be out there basically yeah he's you know he has, he hasn't had any contact I'm, I'm not even cool sure guy. he's
1: going to play week two
0: he doesn't feel ready to me. And I, you know, I, I'm inclined not to start Chris Godwin. What about Alan Lazard? He has not practiced this
1: week. Let's say he gets in a limited session and he's a game time decision on Sunday. Would you start him? I know you're an Alan
0: Lazard guy. Yeah. I am more inclined to start him. Cause I think he's got a good chance to score a touchdown. If he's out on the field and he got stepped on, like who stepped on him, the heaviest guy on the team. <laughs> Come on. I, I, it doesn't feel like a serious injury, but you know, obviously it can be if you get stepped on, but, uh, If he's out there, yeah, I'll probably start Alan Lazard. All right, and then one
1: more. Miles Sanders versus Detroit or Damian Pierce versus Indianapolis? I'm going to go with opposite ends of the spectrum in terms of quality of competition there.
0: A hundred percent and opposite ends of the spectrum in terms of preseason enthusiasm. But I'm going to take Miles Sanders against a team that gave up the second most fantasy points to running backs last year. Nick Sirianni said he's our guy, so I think he'll have a nice week one. I agree with that. I I think Damian
1: Pierce is like the 30th running back for me. Miles Sanders is like 25th. So it's a a clear-cut decision. But I would start someone like Elijah Mitchell over either of them for what it's worth if you have that choice. All right, that's going to do it for Fantasy Football Today in 5. We'll see you next time.